Hello. Hello. Here we are. Hello, are you there? Yeah. No, no, no. People uh, listen. Um, all right. I'm so, literally sitting right in front of you. Yes. So today we were going to talk about stress, mm-hmm. some inputs to stress, but we kind of are going to maybe either save that or I don't know, maybe not have mm-hmm. it be as heavy. Not heavy, you know what I mean? But like sciencey. Yeah, sciencey. Like, all right. And and the question we always ask ourselves is like, well, what's the so what? Mm-hmm. You know, and we don't always do a great job probably answering that. Um <clears throat> but that's or at all. Or at all. But that's certainly something that we we want to. And we were kind of like, oh, I'm not really sure. So obviously, um there's been a bunch of changes to like between the years, I guess who will, we'll, it's going to be about between the years, but between years, fitness is opening up. Mm-hmm. There's a seminar, there's the practice, there's just these different things. And I think it would be kind of cool to kind of rewind a little bit mm-hmm. and look back to how this thing started, why it started, where it came from and where it is now was completely unknown Mm-hmm. and not intentional and not planned for and was never even considered. Sure. And I think in that evolution, the purpose of that is definitely also addressing kind of like, okay, well, and where is it now? And and helping people navigate a little bit of like what it is, what it is not, and, and where it's going. So there's been, it's kind of a two-parter where sure. it's evolved from. And also there's been a lot of people curious more curious lately and interested in like oh why are you doing that how's that as it relates to the training right so trying to clarify that a bit also in this podcast yeah yeah so a well like a an informative behind the scenes uh you know sort of origin story Mm -hmm. brief chat not to really get into it too too much but just sort of for folks who are newer to listening or weren't around a few years ago like <clears throat> just some cool background and I think maybe some appreciation and taking from it whatever folks will mm-hmm. um moving forward so go on uh, proceed so I'll be back in 20 minutes <laughs> so four years ago I <laughs> just four, four score, score. <laughs> yes let me back up even further it was further than that when I was a wee little lad <laughs> The idea of between the ears started when I was still in the military. Right. Probably in the middle of it. Like pretty, not pretty early on, but probably right around the, you know, 40 to 60%. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably when I was still at Bragg. Going through training and whatnot. So the passion I have was always about coaching mm-hmm. and training and partnering with people to <clears throat> share experiences facilitate growth, discover, learn, you know, about ourselves, about others, about all of that. And so in the military and special forces training and before that, you know, at, at playing at elite levels of collegiate soccer, club soccer and all of that, there was there was this constant pursuit of trying to be better at your craft, to look for ways that you could grow off the field so that you could grow and be better on the field. Mm -hmm. And what I think is really kind of interesting is no one sits you down and teaches you that. That's very much a path and a journey that you have to, one, want to embark upon and then really be okay with not really knowing if it's going to work or how this stuff kind of applies. Mm -hmm. Like what is... What is studying Zen principles really going to make you better at in on the field or, or whatever? So there's always been this sort of draw towards experiences to learn more about yourself, to be to, to grow from within so that you could be better mm-hmm. in whatever your pursuits are, your ambitions, your goals, your, your life. And that really kind of fortified in the military where... Um, I felt that there was an opportunity to try to share lessons learned, experiences that were 
that were taught, that were trained, that were validated, that were still being explored from, you know, a, a career as a high-level athlete. And then... Yeah, and I think what's interesting is a lot of people think that Between the Ears really was like all about your military experience. But in fact, you were using kind of your Between the Ears uh, approach well before the military right. and to help you in that effort. That's not like a military thing. Between the, the ears isn't like a, this is from the handbook of like no. the Green Beret. And no. this was something you were putting into practice before. And then you did apply that to help you do what you did in the military and get to where you were, which was pretty, uh, from the outsider's perspective, unrealistic. So anyway, yeah, the, mili- it, the, the between the ears doesn't extract the teachings of special operations yeah. and, give it in a in a in a uh, non-military setting right. like like go rock yeah go rock is kind of taking like hey this is stuff people do in the military we're gonna just make it civilian that's not what this is and i think that's kind of important because i think given the fact that you're a green beret which does lend itself to what you've done because it validates almost the between the years practice but it's not the other way around right Right. And I think that there's value there. There's, there's opportunity for everyone, mm-hmm. you know, and some of those events are, you know, very, very military inspired. And some of between years events are very sure. military inspired as well, but it's, again, it's always going to be like, it's not what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if people really want the military experience, you know, it's just, just waste their time. <laughs> just <laughs> like, just sit hey, around, wait, Hey, tell him about a time and then pick up. The date. Pick up pine cones, throw them over the fence, <laughs> and just wait till to get rushed. You're just waiting. You're waiting to be rushed constantly. <laughs> so if you want to know what the, it's like to be in the military, there you go. Anyway, um, so yeah, so that was kind of the thing, and that was a, part of the just the ongoing dialogue and stuff like that. And then finally got out, and you were like, and I was kind of chirping at you about it, but in classic me form. I'll talk no about action. it, but I won't do it. Yeah, very Zero little action. action. Yeah, well. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, you but, were like, yeah. "Hey, you should. You, you gotta like kind of." Well, I think what's interesting too is your your path to that point. While it, like you'd achieved so many things, it wasn't being an entrepreneur. I think that was where it was like the scary part, stepping over that line. Like, okay, yeah. so if I want to do this. You're the only person that knows between the ears. You're the only person that can do it. You're not like, oh, do I want to be part of this bigger organization? And you've been part of bigger organizations all the way from when you were like tiny. That was, I think, the the stepping off point for you. Like it does mean to bring these principles to life. It inherently means being an entrepreneur, starting your own business. Yeah, that's definitely something I am not good at. And well, you learning i'm learning yeah, yeah but that's for you at that point you know you had been a entrepreneur for whatever however many years at that 100 point 100 years so i mean geez so, so long you're so old <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that was like as far as like a that was a very very between years is very much my own like mm-hmm. between years experience kind of deal right. so anyway so did an event mm-hmm. and well so yes yeah, so you decided to test this with an event an and event. it was very kind of Last, I mean, not last minute, but it, it was last minute. Yeah. I think I gave 24 hours notice at right. most, maybe that day, maybe day of. It was basically a show up at this time, at this place. Yeah. Yeah. At, at night. Someone yeah. did so comment, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was a variety of, of, uh, somebody showed up not wearing appropriate exercise attire. yeah but i didn't really say anything yeah i didn't say like what to wear what to right, bring right. so like it was just that's funny it was there was no formality to it between the ears didn't exist for months mm-hmm. like as definitely not from a business standpoint yeah. not from a social media standpoint not from right it was just this random it was thing just this thing yeah. yeah and so that was a night in morristown that included a medicine ball Buckets of water. Buckets of water and a garden hose. Mm. The, uh, to fill the buckets. To fill the buckets yeah. with water. Yes, of course. Well, but I, but so anyway, so I looked back at that. And I was like, oh my God, this was. But I think, okay, so the, obviously there's a lot that 
we can laugh about about that but what was there was this unknown mm-hmm. for sure people showing up having unknown people being the light being turned on for some people with their own how they operate how they how they react to things that was kind of part of like hey you're shining a light on like the reaction or how people are being mm-hmm. not so much the what like hey whatever it is doing squats carrying a bucket of water that's not what it's about it's like starting to uncover a little bit of like the how the why the what the the yeah it was to really challenge yourself yeah. like 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 challenging your body well i mean it was not exactly physically easy mm-hmm. but it wasn't the world's hardest thing right but well, it, it wasn't was, like can you survive this no yeah, yeah everyone would survive um but it was like just just kind of challenge yourself mm-hmm. see what see how you respond in this novel unknown situation yeah. of of whatever and so you know people showed up and it was like well that's interesting why did they show up and i didn't bother to ask mm-hmm. i just figured people wanted to cha- have a challenge yeah. you know what i mean and so that was interesting. And then we went out um, to Telluride, had another little thing, like a small group event that was like totally informal, kind of just like off the cuff, like, oh, yeah, yeah we'll do this thing. I mean, I wouldn't even say that was an event. That was more of like you bringing that between the ears experience. Yeah, just having like, hey, you guys want to do this thing. And then they did, we did it. And then another one, and we went down to the beach and did a beach event, mm-hmm. uh, which was which was interesting. Uh, for a few reasons, oh, but I forgot about that. Yeah, the beach event, and then in October of uh, yeah, and then in October, so about whatever that is, a few months later, mm-hmm. had a much bigger one. Right. That so kind of learned each one, yeah. and that was like the fourth event, yeah. third formal one. Um, so from there, that time frame, I think at that point you had established yourself between the ears as like there was this unknown. There was definitely a physical challenge. I think, and I don't mean this in like it was a negative, it's part of the story between the ears. Mm-hmm. It kind of did take a path down a road of like a lot of the unknown was kind of the, the secret, like the fight club part. There was kind of a fight club element to it. And what do you mean? Like people don't talk about it. There's not, the, the website was just like basically a black. Well, this abyss. was before there was even a website. Right. Okay. Yeah. I just mean that period of time. So mm-hmm. that's just. Um, which I think is interesting, but it also, in hindsight, now you look at it and say like, okay, that maybe scared some people off because it was truly for everybody. It wasn't, it wasn't something that no, like you can't do this. You're not physically capable. Right. Um, it was something that literally everybody could do physically or there could be a way for them to do it. Right. But that wasn't really, that kind of got a little bit lost. Yeah. The event escalated in terms of um, it became much about the event, mm-hmm. and while the event was because uh, <clears throat> you did that event multiple times, because then I did yeah. that event. Well, then the next one I didn't do that event. Changed no, up know, the logistics, but, I mean, but anyway, that one for like you did three or four times. more did that one, and it was very much. It was a good experience for some. I'm sure some hated it and hate me from it, um, but. You know, again, like I wasn't yelling at anyone, wasn't screaming, sure. but was providing an experience to be a guide that hopefully, while we may have traveled X number of miles, they actually, instead of getting from point A to point B, they got from, you know, outside to inside mm-hmm. and confronted something within themselves. And that could have been like, like it, not all bad. Like some people confronted some really amazing things yeah. about themselves. And so, so that was cool, but they lacked follow through right they lacked all follow through and it was then sort of very much about the what Mm -hmm. about the event about the event he did this event he got this patch he kind of moved on and then there was like well what now and so a few people afterwards were expressive of interest in continuing the work yeah like now what like now what What do i do now i learned the stuff now what it's like well i don't know do it and it's like that's not there we're missing it was missing something And, and really you started to realize on the last couple of events, like people were really, and I think at that point you didn't maybe have an understanding of all the like nervous system science and what was happening, but people were definitely like 
having this experience. And then it was kind of like they were going home to having to like take their kids to soccer practice and proceed with their life. And there was, you felt, and there was some feedback like, Hey, like the transition. So that's when you did an immersion. So did a weekend, but in, but interspersed throughout that, Mm -hmm. because immersion was maybe a two year, a year or two after started, there was smaller scale events in the gym. Sure. Engagements that were like a four hour event. But even those people did say like, you know, even though, okay, that ended up midnight versus eight in the morning, there was still that kind of like weird, like, I'm not sure I'm ready to go home yet and just kind of turn a light switch. You know, that, that was a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah. So then you, you kind of, but at that point, I think what the theme of between the ears was, there was a physical portion. Always. Um, and the physical really aligned with like, kind of the concept you were like there was always that alignment of and to not like be specific about the events because if you do them again or whatever but the movement was aligned with kind of the mindset yeah and so even the indoor events there was kind of two different kind of sections of it and they they were very much like there was a very specific movement coupled with what you were trying to provide some insight into yeah say so that at that point had pretty much been established. Right. So I probably did, I don't know, about a dozen events. Mm-hmm. And problem. journaling. And at that point, people were, you were asking people to write also. Yeah, throughout after, that. Yeah. yeah, a little bit yeah. later. So you were including that. So that was start, that started to get included. Yeah. Um, when did that get included? Maybe sixth event where I, the first thing people did was journal. Anyway. Um, yeah, so that's that's always part of it. So the the, the inward facing stimulus or whatever mm-hmm. we're gonna call it, like the trajectory has always been inward. Yeah. Um, you know, what we do, external stuff is just the the catalyst to get us there. But still, they lacked follow through. Immersion, which was a forty eight hour retreat, if you will. <laughs> No massages and no massages you know, and candlelit dinners. Well, no, we did no warm towels. Dinner. We did have candlelit dinner, yeah. but that was really a good event. Yeah, like small well, because it group. gave people the chance to. It wasn't all about the physical. It wasn't all about the physical, and that's the thing with the events. That's the thing. So probably from, uh, from from the fourth event to the maybe the seventh. I guess I did seven of those. It was all about the physical, mm-hmm. like, and it had to be because. Just of what it was. Like, yeah. you know, anyway, so, but, but it was too much right. in, in many ways. And it might have, you know, you get to a certain point where, and I've been there before, uh, it no longer matters what you're doing. Like you're sort of turned off. Mm-hmm. And you're just surviving it. You do just sort of survive. Yeah. And so, not, and that's not everybody's experience without a doubt, but like the, the risk for being open to, to learn something like really, really awesome is elevated, mm-hmm. right? The openness kind of shuts off a little bit just because of, yeah, when you're exhausted and when right. you're tired. And if you've never actually done something like that before, which most people have, which not. no one's done yeah. anything like that before, except actually that's not correct. Maybe two people had mm-hmm. prior experience with that kind of a thing. Um, but immersion allowed, but immersion was like, okay, the, basically, uh, man, that was wild. <laughs> But like in the, 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 we got up there on Friday, Saturday morning, started, had an event, came in, debriefed, debriefed, chatted, you made food, sat around. It had all these elements of debrief, like eval, like looking at it, evaluating, thinking about it, chatting about it, had the communal event, not just in a survival mode, but more of a, there was the community in the actual movement piece, but then also in actually being able to share and get out some of that stuff when people were writing and there was time to actually let it absorb. And then the last day was really nice because it was a transition back to life. There wasn't any physical movement on that day. And so I think at that point was really Mm -hmm. where things were, yeah, you were, you were broadening. I feel like at this, I feel like if you look at it, like we've had this analogy going with this, these circles or whatever that you've been doodling. <laughs> but like, if you look at, 
between the ears where it started, it was like this very much like a little seed. And it at this point, it's like growing and becoming more inclusive of more things. It's not just so myopic, whereas like the first event was a little bit more myopic. Without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. Um, yeah. And so what was really cool about immersion was that that Saturday we did stuff in the morning, came back in, debrief, you know, eat this or that. And then on after lunch, went back out, had a thing, um, and really then, you know, had a longer little bit of a physical event, timed it well with, you know, the sun, had a really cool kind of finish. All right, go back, shower, like physical, physical component complete. Mm -hmm. Come back in, great dinner, just hanging out, like a good long day Mm -hmm. of a variety of fitnesses. Mm-hmm. There was a physical. There was there was certainly a physical exertion. Sure. And I was not pulling punches or making this shit easy. Mm-hmm. It was hard. But it was for everyone. Like it really was. Um, there was a mental component with some of the like I think I did a little bit of some more teaching. Then that was the first time yeah, right, that I taught. I taught the process. Taught this stuff. And, yeah. and there was for sure an emotional component right. through. One of the major things was, sure, we can talk about that over like eating and food and whatnot, but just being in a space that did provide for, I can share with people what's real. It was safe. It was, and you know, we were in the middle of nature, Mm -hmm. which has a huge component to it. So immersion was actually like a physical manifestation of a lot of the concepts. Yeah. And that, I think that was hands down the best. Right. And that kind of was the tipping point, I think, for seeing... Kind of where it could go, and as you said, you you had some, at that point, you had put together some teaching, like, what is this, what is the process, what, sort of solidifying some of these um, things that at that point had been just kind of conceptual and like, I don't know. Well, and it's impossible to do that, for example, in previous events, really, when you're four hours into a 10-hour event. Right. And it's the middle of the night, and it's whatever, and then, you know... There's no time to process mm-hmm. and you're not going to be able to take yeah. notes. And so anyway, so immersion was really a, 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 an incredible event. And that was the last real event. I've done, I think, one workout since then, yeah. just as a fun community. Right. Hey, let's just do a you know, workout. Sure. 30, 40 people came. And um, and then the pra- and then it was like, okay, this needs to go into more of a teaching and education way. Yeah, that and something that like can be dosed, you know, in a more like regular way, not just this zero to a hundred kind of thing. And something that, yes, it's unrealistic for you to host, walk through the night in the middle of, you know, the woods, people. I would be crushed. Yeah. I mean, right. Because you would start, there'd be a lot of planning. Yes. I was involved. I was your helper pretty much we had some other helpers but most of it was like okay so now we're both up all night you're stressed because there's bears there's police there's god knows what yeah it was kind of like survive like for yourself it was like a survival thing it was like and then then, and then we came home but then you kind of hit that high because everybody was like great and then at like 10 a.m it was just like downward spiral so that's one part of it but the other part of it is like people are limited by geography people are limited by schedules and it was like okay this isn't scalable so i think the practice was like your next step to like how do we make this scalable both in terms of reach and also application that you don't have to have an you know be crushed by this right but i think what happened at immersion was that immersion brought to light so many of the inputs mm-hmm. of the buckets of the pillars of whatever you want to call sure. it with between there's physical, mental, and emotional. Yeah. And I'm not, the, I didn't make that like, that's the, you know, yeah. it's not my words or whatever, but when you look at, okay, well, how can we replicate or how can we, cause my thing has always been, and this, this goes back to in the army. What, what are you laughing at? I'm just laughing because of more like, you're like, oh, just like a quick synopsis. Well, and I, I knew, that's fine. When I when it went back into the army, my question to you was always, or I, what my statement to you really was, and 
how do I want to be able to provide opportunities and lessons learned and not like I learned this, so you should do this, but just experiences for people to really have life changing awareness in a way that doesn't make them uproot their life. How do you have a life changing experience on a Tuesday afternoon? It's kind of like the sure. the, the question that it's always. And what you be. mean is like a lot of people, and I think it was always like such a great example. You'd give like sure if you like sell all your earthly possessions and backpack across the country yeah i'm sure you're gonna have quite an experience about yourself but that's realistic for like point but it needs something to percent. fit into your life right also. and that's what i'm saying like that's that's where like your quest was to find something where people could have that um learning about themselves without these extreme measures yeah because if you're just changing if you're just taking you know two nickels and putting it from your right pocket right. to your left pocket nothing's actually changing and so you're like, it's the expectation is not to uproot your life or to do things or to, you know, whatever, but the current life, how do you kind of improve upon right. that? And, and you have to be the one who changes. Sure. It's not just saying, fuck it, I'm going to quit my job. Right. It's like, well, hold on a second. Are you running away or right. whatever? So even if you go backpacking across America, you're going to come back and guess what? All your shit is still going to be there. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. So learning how to work with like who you are in your everyday. Right. So their their birth the process or the practice right weekly even how that started started as like all right just kind of like yeah kind of like crossfit.com though eh, more so like crossfit.com yeah, yeah you would post a and, post a yeah. workout post a mindset post a, and it was yeah. just once a week and then that was people were I'm then you very actually made grateful an app. for I'm very grateful for people saying you're gonna, you're never gonna let me hold that down. You created, you created and destroyed. Created a website. Was a website, but like, remember how much time you spent on making that app? I stopped the practice. So I here we are, (laughs) wanting to be a little business owner, right? Wanting to have this thing. I think it's called small business. Small business owner. Had probably thirty-five people. In, in it. Yep. That was the most people I've ever had yeah. in it at one point in time. And you said, I'm going to shut I stopped. it down. I'm and shutting it, it down. Yeah, because it wasn't, because it needed to be. You were born to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so anyway, you shut that down. So I shut that down. Yeah, but anyway. And then pe- built an app, wasted a bunch of money and a bunch mm-hmm. of time. But learned. Something. Learned. Yeah. You know, needed to solve some tech issues. Now we use Kajabi, been mm-hmm. using that for a couple of years, and that's been like a very, yeah. that's been really, that's really been a good. Great yeah, it's been awesome. Saved our gym, too. Yes. Just going to say you're welcome for that. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, wait, you're thanking me? I mean, I, you introduced me to it, but I did the work. What? Are you kidding? <laughs> okay, anyway. So the practice became this thing that like anybody, anywhere could access it, yes. could also have the community element. There, there is a workout component. I mean, the workout is very much um, uh, like a predominant part of it. Yeah, for sure. Right. I mean, there's like I said, there's always going to have to be, for what I think is most powerful, mm-hmm. physical involvement. And it doesn't yes. have to be like the one event where I you know, basically had people do a 12-mile movement. Mm-hmm. It, no, because you can't do that on Tuesday afternoon. Right. You have to be able to do this stuff on Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. And so the workout, the, the, the requirement was like at most one piece of equipment that mm-hmm. is common in a gym situation. Mm-hmm. You don't need an axe or an axe. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. You're probably going to get a lot of people signing up just because they want to know what the F like. I actually saw, I actually saw, here's a little aside. I actually saw this, this new company and they do like axe fitness. It's crazy. Anyway, what I meant to say. Who's going to ensure those people? I don't think it's sharp. Okay, anyway. Anyway, what I meant to say was you don't need like a yoke or something. But I was thinking because it's an axle bar. Anyway, whatever. You don't need something crazy. You don't need this. The one thing about the practice, which I would say like I think what's cool is as we go, there's these pieces of between the ears and these different outlets for people. What's interesting, I think, is someone like my mom. She's done the practice. She's doing the practice. Yeah. Um, and she's 75 
think 70, 74, 73 in that. Oof, okay. You're in trouble. She's going to get mad at me. But my point is, is someone who's approaching that number, right? Of year, I mean, 70 yes. in her seventies yes. and she's doing those workouts. So it's not so much too. And I think this is where the, the, what some people can get stuck on like, well, that's too hard for me or I can't do that or this and that. It's not about, there's tons of ways to scale it, and you're very yeah. good about doing that. But part of the practice is, um, yeah, like if you're not a fitness, if you're not a f- someone who's super comfortable with fitness, that might be a bit of a a leap initially. To Would you say? Workouts? Yeah. No, I don't well, think okay. so. Well, okay, I mean that one of the things what I'm trying to get at is like, an entry point into between the ears. Since then, you've now created the seminar. Oh, okay. Where well, you're sure. like not, you can learn about it. You can learn about how important the physical piece is without, yeah, you know what I seminar, mean? Like there's, so the seminar is like, the seminar is the only thing that's non-physical related, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just, it's just like a seminar, you yeah. know. Um, and I don't go into fitness, mm-hmm. physical fitness really with that because um, it's just all about the human, right? Right, so, but it's about the body. So well, one could understand. Yeah, it's about the body, but yeah. it's not. For, it's not about workouts. Yeah. It's not about workouts at all. Um, anyway, My point was that progressing you just wasted three minutes of our podcast, progressing along your timeline, that there's like these different entry points for people at this point to experience between the ears. And yes, but the practice is mental, physical, emotional. There's the journaling component, all that stuff on a very approachable during the week in your home life scenario. Yeah. But then there's also an entry point for people that are like, maybe I'm not ready for that yet. What's this about? They can learn about it through the seminar. So you've now well, that, sort of that, tackled all yeah, that. Yeah, so that was sort of the reason for coming up with the seminar uh, was because you can do the practice but still not really know the inputs. Kind of understanding why it works. What yeah, because the, the practice is what you'll do. Yeah. Now, you'll make it. You'll learn about yourself, but it's still what you do. Like it's the, it's like going to, we'll just say you're going to a CrossFit gym and you do the workout of the day Mm -hmm. versus understanding how to program a workout. Sure. That's the difference between those two. So, so that was like, that was, that's been really good. And what is the value with that analogy? So what's the value for people with between theirs and knowing the why? Like the difference between so that just you doing can, the workout. So that one, you can, the whole, and I try to be very vocal and redundant with this while delivering it to people. The purpose is to make it yours, mm-hmm. to make it personal, to learn about yourself and to realize how you can implement this based upon you, right. not me. Mm-hmm. It's not my, I'm not trying to, please do not be like me. Mm-hmm. Like that, that should be the full disclosure. And I hope people don't think that that's what I'm trying to do. Like mm-hmm. it's about you. There's common things, there's mm-hmm. teachings, there's this, and there's a lot of what I think like my value is, is providing people with a fundamental understanding of a, a, a school or a, a spectrum of modalities, philosophies, yeah. science, like the nervous system, obviously with Julian, you know, being the, our, um, real per- first person to say, hey, we're going to actually study this stuff. and Right. Well, so just to kind of make clear that point, I think the difference there, not only about it not being like your interpretation, like your thing that people are just carbon copying, even with the analogy of like a CrossFit workout, at mm-hmm. some point in your progression there, it's important to know like, hmm, like, well, why would I maybe not do a snatch and a kettlebell swing together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. So it's like, and then understanding the why so that you can further empower yourself to tweak things to what you need versus just kind of um, making it like this very robotic, like I do this and this and not really understanding, like to make it, to really be able to get the value out of it and extract the value beyond the 12 weeks of the practice. Yeah, I mean... Is to understand like, oh. So I think the nervous system piece, what's really interesting about that is that for you was like a major light bulb as well. Because I think up until up until you um, 
were exposed to understanding the nervous system and, and Julian at the strong fit, uh, seminar, I think there was like, this is, there's, you were, you were getting the value out of all of it, but you didn't maybe understand the why. So even for you, understanding the why for sure was huge and catapulting like, Oh, when I went to the strong fit seminar, he explained why between years works. Right. And I, and I, and to that point, I just, so, so how in my that? background, we wouldn't, we wouldn't really refer to it like really as the nervous system, but it was peak arousal states. Mm-hmm. That's the nervous system. That's what happens right from your system and then understanding why that works mm-hmm. and everything like that. And so when you look at over the past few years, like what has been going on, yeah, it has been about working with your nervous system and in many ways realizing how what you're doing is working against it. Mm-hmm. But that's on the one side, but you you also have the psychological side. Mm-hmm. And that's been another part of my experience of like, this isn't just read science journals and know what is happening and then reproduce studies mm-hmm. in like a laboratory environment. Because for all of the legitimacy that there is in that, there's still the unexplainable elements of psychological. Yeah. And so, (laughs) like, so when you start to look at that, it's two sides of the same coin, physiological and psychological. And then I think what, what that's part of the, that's like obviously a major thing Mm -hmm. between your mental, emotional, physical. And so. And I think like what's, what I think is sort of a point to be made and I'm not really sure how to articulate it, but. And I think we've said this before, but I feel very strongly about it. This isn't like whether or not you want to participate in between the years is completely like, sure, that's voluntary. That's if someone wants to or not. Mm-hmm. How the body works, the nervous system, the psychological components, the emotional, that is, you have no choice in that. That's work, that is how it works, right. period. I think people like to believe that like, and I'll just take CrossFit. Well, I don't do between the I do CrossFit. Like that doesn't apply to me and that's wrong. Nerve, the nervous system, yeah. those peak arousal states, working with it, working against it, whatever you're doing, workout-wise, life-wise, whatever, it doesn't really matter. Well, Those principles, how the body works, is still how the body works. This is the thing that I have been... You're not immune to it, ...sharing I with say. folks. Yeah. Just because you have a fucking iPhone 11 doesn't mean you're not like the caveman that you came from. You're a lot more like the caveman that you came from than you are from this ridiculous mm-hmm. evolved thing. Sure. Because you've got the iPhone 11. You can't, right. I'm sorry. You, we think we are way more advanced than we are. Right. Because we are capable of, you know, flying to well, the... right, m- because we've evolved and because we've... But there's still that primor- that What is it? Primordial? Is that the right word? Uh, primordial? I don't Prime actually net. exactly know. Anyway, Prime. like primal primal yeah how your brain yeah, we're, we're, is we're, you still we're, have reptilian we're, brain we're, all sub, that. we're we have we cannot out evolve evolution mm-hmm. like how we have evolved fucking matters mm-hmm. and even things like how the from a brain standpoint and from a system standpoint with the reptilian brain the, the brain stem like all of that basic life function how that like that is Still the thing very much influencing us. That drives us. Yeah. Right. The emotional brain, the or the limbic brain, and the mammalian brain, and then the the, the the human brain, the frontal cortex, and like, yeah, it all does work together, but just because we're iPhone eleven mm-hmm. doesn't mean we're not walking around with a club right. in our hand too. Yeah. Like we're way we're we're we ha- we're we have to look back to know where we came from. Yeah. And we have to respect that, we have to appreciate that. And so that's been obviously the past, you know, couple of years looking at that uh, more. And there's a whole personal story with that, too, with me trying to, you know, kind of work on my own shit and uh, being like, holy crap, there's some there are some very primal things here that could perhaps be getting in my way or that mm-hmm. I could look at or, or whatever. It's not just like, well, why can't like the willpower? Like, well, I'll just I'll just think my way in or out of something. Um, so I, right. I don't want to get too like I think getting yeah we're I mean, moving on. So anyway, so that, there's been this. Like, so where we, so that's where we've come from. Right. That's where it's been. It's where it's kind of done. 
And now... I think it's literally raining only on our house, but everywhere around us is sunny. And now, in in a couple months, who the heck knows, but like opening a gym. Yeah, and I think we skipped a little bit of a piece there. How would you like to... <laughs> Executive Director Karyana. We're having a conversation. Please, yes. Go. Anyway... What's that noise? It's the rain that I pointed out. Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyway, in the last year or so, like, so this this progression, I mean, you decided that I think the experimentation, what your your point is about, like, how we are not that far away from our reptilian brain, understanding that what we're doing for fitness and movement isn't something we can compartmentalize and it's very much going to impact all that stuff. So it's like, okay, well then how, what's the expression of physical fitness while still preserving the between the ears methodology kind of tenets. And how do you do it? Right. Yeah. So I think that kind of led to this, like, well, that's a piece that's very much like it started to feel, um, yeah, like like that had to be pursued. Yeah. When we started the, the, the thought of opening up a gym, was as foreign as possible right. when this thing started. And I yeah. guess that's the one of the things, and I guess maybe what can you take away out of this listening from my own experience, from our experience, like you have no fucking idea what's going to be presented to you. Sure. And what, what you'll learn Uncover, and grow yeah. and become and do that from the beginning. And so... And if you set that out, you'll probably be too fixated on that that you might... Miss other yeah. things, yeah. I mean, and that was starting when I quit my job and started in a parking lot. Yeah. I didn't think. Like to think that where you are now from when you started, but w- for whatever reason, we want to have it planned because that is goals. a, we want to have goals. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not to say don't have goals. Anarchy is not the approach, mm-hmm. but not being so attached to this singular thing. Right. Or, or also, um, you know, not being willing to step into the unknown mm-hmm. because the safety and the, and what we think we're much safer when we can control things mm-hmm. naturally. But what's funny is in those scenarios for people and where people get tripped up a lot is that what they are trying to control is something that is completely outside right. of it's their not, control. Yeah. It's not actually. And real. right. Yeah. And I think the, the, purpose the thing with between the years is while you didn't have the specific goal of like i'm going to open a gym in six, six years your goal was to constantly seek and evolve and and discover do and you so remember that, that do you remember that goal setting seminar yes, with lululemon, lululemon. Yeah. right before i went to the right. army and they were like what's your five-year plan i was like my goal was literally not to be dead and she was like okay do we have anything else I'm like no bit of a Debbie Downer. I just don't want to be dead um i do remember that anyway so I think getting us to the point of like, yes, how this is now presenting in a gym and currently what the state of between the ears is, there is still the practice. Yeah, for sure. There is still this emphasis on, um, well, I won't say it. There's still the practice. There's still the understanding of like how this all works, which is a really important piece, the seminar, and just how we are. It doesn't even matter if you're not currently like a fitness enthusiast it's 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 a really great course and understanding the importance of human movement the brain the, the whole system but the gym what's cool about that is fitness has been such a crucial part of your life mm-hmm. and so it's kind of this natural way to bring something that yes fitness is mainstream it's a huge industry yeah. people are doing it but you having a role in that industry in a way that you think is like a way to improve people's lives. Right. And I think that's sort of a feel good thing. Cause everybody's going to say that. Um, but, but uh, what we know now, nice. what we know now, and I think that's where the responsibility of fitness pr- professionals now, the responsibility of them is to continue to evolve and to continue to seek out knowledge because you have a tremendous responsibility when you're taking people's bodies and like they're handing them over to you, mm-hmm. this entire system. Unfortunately, I don't think that happens. I think people get stuck on something and they don't evolve. I can't tell you how many people 
have told me recently because of between the years mm-hmm. and between years fitness and stuff. They had a personal trainer mm-hmm. and all this personal trainer tried to do was kick him in the yeah. nuts repeatedly for right. the entire time. And right. it's like, yep, that person's an idiot mm-hmm. and a thief. Right. And, and, and I get it and I see things and, and, and whatever. And that's not to talk poorly about anybody, but it's to also call bullshit on what is prevailing. Right. What is prevailing is this just grinds you into the yeah. ground. Because look at you. You, you. you phoenix rose from the ashes. Sure. And it's like... It, well, right. It, and what uh, you now, what between the ears and what the nervous system and understanding this stuff, because yes, and I'll say it, like you read voraciously book after book after book and then look at like how it would... Okay, so what's the so what? What you know, what I think organizations like StrongFit, what they're trying to also like yeah. get out there to people is like... That is not just about like, oh, um, yeah, if you kind of like just push yourself every day too hard, yeah, you might get injured or you might need a rest day. No, this is like, it can really impact who you are, your state of depression, anxiety. Like there's real impact in that. It's not just about like, oh, if you go too hard, like you might get an injury. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where it's like this responsibility to understand that it's not a compartmentalized like working the body well, here's, here's another one that i would say too so to kind of get into now okay so we've been showing videos a little bit more some of our training and you know we obviously like so obviously um yeah there's still the crossfit gym it's crossfit has for some people crossfit has a couple slices of a pizza pie mm-hmm. and it's a good looking pizza pie it's a tasty yeah, pie it's yeah. good if crossfit is all of the pieces of that pie it's no judgment but you just have to understand, like, is that your pie? Did you make that? Or did, did did someone just give it to you? Right? And so why would you only have, let's just say, all of your pieces of the pie be, be crossed? And I would submit to you, it's because you didn't actually think about what you want your intention mm-hmm. to be. And that's okay. Honestly, like, that is okay for folks, if especially if they're like, I don't know, man, I just want to work out. I just want to get fit. I just yeah, want to do whatever. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, got it, you know? Let's just also be honest that if it's no different than if you were to just eat pizza every meal of the day, mm-hmm. there would be some consequences. There would be sure. some negative things. And so just just having an open dialogue about pitfalls and benefits mm-hmm. of everything you do. Right. And that's part of with Between the Ears and the methodology and my coaching that it's always going to be about that. And so because it's going to be you. The best thing I can do is essentially hold up a mirror and turn a light on. That's the only thing really that I think the best teachers do, because Mm -hmm. if it's just about replication, Mm -hmm. if it's just about parroting and imitation, it's not authentic. And I think that's where that's probably the two things. One, I think that's one of the biggest challenges for people because naturally you just want to be told like, well, what do I do? I, well, how do I do? I understand and that 100%. And we've both been in that position yep. where it's like navigating that yourself. So I think that's where the between the ears, the fitness components, the gym, the groups we've been doing, there's there's help, there's support, there's guidance, while also trying to help people navigate that space of like making decisions for themselves, reconnecting with themselves. Right. What do I actually want? Why do I want it? But I, the other thing I was going to say is... I think we use CrossFit often as an example. I want to point out that like it is no difference if you are only an endurance athlete. Yeah. If all you do is run and cycle and whatever. Like, And there are people that love that and that's yes. wonderful. But to your point, just knowing it's not a comprehensive way to move your body, like to, to treat your body. And there will be, like you said, some pitfalls to that. Right. And if you speak to probably elite, any of the elite, the people that have taken this to the most extreme they can absolutely speak to that. Yeah. It's not a secret. Right. But somehow we think as recreational people, right. we're immune to it. So, well, and there's a whole, that's a yeah. rabbit hole that not a lot of people want to jump down. But, you know, and, and, and that's okay. And I understand that. But, so it's like, okay, well, what the hell does talking about the brain have to do with movement? And, mm-hmm. what, is, and what is it with us? And so, you know, one of the things that you can you can do, if you're still listening to this <laughs> whatever we're calling this 
one of the things you can do over the next week, every single time you work out, Mm -hmm. I want you to truly connect to how you feel. And it's not from a labeling standpoint. It's to how your body feels, like physically, during your movement. Mm -hmm. It'll... I think it'll be a little bit more powerful to do that when you're pushing a little bit harder. So say sprinting Mm -hmm. or, you know, hitting the bike hard or, you know, whatever. But the sensory feeling that Mm -hmm. you get. So like if you're pushing a sled, like my quads feel like they're on fire. So yesterday had a good training session Mm -hmm. with a person Mm -hmm. and was like making sure staying in it. And so when I was on, when I was sprinting the sled, it was like, you know, whatever, up and down the street. And it was like, you get to that point where your body's screaming at you that, mm-hmm. it, that we should stop and we should shut down. Now it's not okay. Thankfully. But in that moment. And that exercise to be specific is one, just because like, if you were doing another, I just don't want people to take away like the unsafety, like, oh, just don't listen to your body. Cause that's not what I'm saying. Right. In that moment, you know, like, it's still safe. Pushing a sled, you're not going to be damaging yourself if you continue. Right. It, it's a safe way You can't way go to... and say, get, go get smoked by a car and listen to how your body feels. Yeah, like, yeah. this isn't that's not what I'm saying. But in that moment, and it's not something you could do for long term. Sure. But, like, pay attention to how your body feels mm-hmm. and how your body feels. Not the story you're making up, not uh whatever other sort of external things like no 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 pay attention to how your body feels Mm -hmm. from a sensory standpoint and now why is that important well the reptilian brain the language of the reptilian brain is the felt sense that's how it that that that's its language it's super it's and it's meaning what so what's the so what of that meaning the so what is when we when we're looking at a lot of this neural connection when we're looking at uh, trusting ourselves again when we're looking at, well, trauma, healing and reawakening things, the felt sense is how our body and our system communicates, especially the older parts of our, of our brain and, and, and who we are. It doesn't communicate through poetry and language and colors yeah, and this yeah. and that. So, so the opposite of that for someone that... If they're not doing that, it's the push it away, don't think about it. So oftentimes what will happen is you'll you'll do something super hard, a sled sprint, mm-hmm. uh, air bike, right. like that whole thing. And you get to that point and, and there's been, yeah, so you get to that point and it's like, hey, be a machine, turn off, don't feel, ignore it, mm-hmm. grit your teeth and bear it. And in some cases, yeah, sure. I, I get it, why you would want to or need to do that. Uh, risk of life. Right. Extreme scenarios. An athlete Competition, training, yeah. where it's like, you know, going to be the make or break. So, like, I get that. However, yesterday was Tuesday. Just so happened to be in the morning. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday morning, that is not necessary. Right. It's not helpful. And if on one, if you do that once, like, okay, whatever, no big deal. If that's how you normally do things, when you approach pain, if your goal is to deny it, turn away, run away, Mm -hmm. try to suppress it, not actually experience it, you're doing more damage. To like your your whole person. To your whole person. Because guess what? the, The part of your brain that's more ancient than time, right, is processing something. And you're also training yourself how to turn away. Because right. your body doesn't, your brain, that part of your brain doesn't really know like, oh, I'm just doing a sled push and I'm turning my brain. No. Your body is just saying like, we're having an experience and you're shutting. Right. There's a the, physical yeah. thing that is happening mm-hmm. within you. Right. And it doesn't know what the fuck movement you're doing. Mm-hmm. But there's this physical thing. There's also this communication to that older than time part of the felt sense. Right. This is also why, uh, like walking barefoot helps. This is why connecting to the somatic experience of like literally feeling mm-hmm. what pleasant touch feels like. 
Right. And I think that's where, as a society, we could probably generalize and say we've lost that when we when you start working with people and you ask them to like like to describe feelings people are really people struggle with like understanding that connection to how they feel like right. physically f- sensations like if you're nervous what do you feel well i'm, I'm stressed i'm tired. no 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 like like what's the f- feeling in your body and that takes practice which i think is where people who maybe are impatient or like they just want it now like it it does take committing to that but it's also a similar thing of and and a lot of people and not a lot of people but it's a common statement of folks saying that they want to feel more balanced in their life Mm -hmm. they don't want to be you know they're they're dealing with some stuff in their past or they're anxious about the future maybe they have some guilt in the past or whatever and it's like okay well how present can you be sure and it's like i I can't that's what i want to work on it's like right on so get on the assault bike and feel and, what now and is feel like. what yeah. fucking now feels like yeah, that's, because that's that is what we do it. we yeah. come with all of this and i think there's the physical mental emotional there's all of this stuff and like you know and 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 obviously julian and richard and and, and strongfit do a ton with like anxiety and you know but that's not between us just doesn't do with anxiety mm-hmm. right and so one of the biggest things is that it really provides people opportunities that are safe that yes will help you with your overall fitness whatever mm-hmm. mental physical and emotional but to experience life truly in the present mm-hmm. and when we look at when we get pulled out of that right. forward or back yeah that's where a lot of problems are and so if you're constantly going through that it's okay that you feel that you're not able to connect and live in the present to appreciate your 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 family to appreciate your job mm-hmm. like to be like yeah you know that's okay it's because you probably haven't trained it or you've trained yourself not to. Mm-hmm. And that's also okay. Just know there is a way to train it. There mm-hmm. is a way to work on this. And so that's like a big thing. And so, um, and, and, and as it relates to like the military too, and it was a life changing event, we were getting crushed, absolutely crushed mm-hmm. in training. Like, and the purpose was to get people to quit. Mm-hmm. And these are not easy people to make quit. And a lot of people quit. And the one cadre was just getting after us, basically saying, everybody's trying to ignore it. Everyone's trying to put their head in the sand. Everybody's trying to just get by. And he was like, I think he told us to take a shower and mm-hmm. invite it in, take a shower, do all this stuff. And I was like, and I guarantee you, he didn't know about all of the science behind mm-hmm. it or all of the working with trauma or somatic, like, like there wasn't that, but that was a mindset of this is how I will approach this. And it was a life, it was 100% life changing. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's interesting that I've kind of heard that before in different sports and this and that. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And then you look around and you're like, I'm in the present. And I see that guy crying and that guy, you know, throwing up and mm-hmm. that dude just looking like shit. It's like, kind of take it in yeah it is and that's where you just acknowledge it and that's where yet like the whole thing i talked to people about yes came from yeah i so i think from a like kind of what we were getting at is like the end state is like kind of okay what does that mean for now and like when we look at training because i think some it can sound like well that's just like extreme or that sounds like a lot or whatever. But what I think what's great about the gym, about training and, and what, you know, you've taken on now a number of clients and there's just, what's cool is seeing the curiosity with people around like how to incorporate this into their fitness program. Um, that's, what's great is it's so approachable. So many people are working out every day and the way that you can elevate like all of this work is, yeah, just, being more comprehensive there's a there's a style in which there's kind of I don't and it's not a template but the between the ears fitness arm it does take into account how you feel that day it's not based on the day of the week Monday is squat day no matter what so it's kind of looking at okay that's how a lot of people are used to working out providing people their own way of like having agency and like what they're doing on that day aligning it with where they're at um 
also having some things we know in the body, like, yes, making a muscle connection. Like there's a value to that, not just being in survival mode. There's, you know, value to like, as you said, pushing on the slide, something that's like more intense. So it's a very, um, it's a more comprehensive way to look at fitness. Yeah, and, and there's also and, and there's also the workout if 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 there too, and this is what I've shared with the with the with the practice communities. Yeah, go walk in the park for an hour without your shoes on. And right. it's like, so what do you ta- what do you mean? Like, on one hand, it's not just all crazy super hardcore stuff, but like, yeah, on one hand, it's gonna be yeah, like assault bike sprints, mm-hmm. sled whatever muscle stuff like you know whatever kind of things and then on the other hand like yeah literally go walk in the park and and this goes for you listening like go find a park where you have grass if it's a path awesome get out in nature take your shoes off Mm -hmm. and walk for an hour only breathing through your nose not listening to music trying to feel what your senses actually feel like Mm -hmm. And you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed. It's amazing how many people won't do that, will not do this, will refuse to do this because they don't want to look like a fucking maniac taking their shoes off in public and being judged and seeing and this and that. Sure. Yeah. And, and that's not like, I'm not making that up. I'm not. And I, and I'll tell you at first when I did it, I was like, man, I wonder what these people are thinking now. I don't also care, mm-hmm. but. That's like right away. I'm sure there are people listening to this thinking like, "E, I don't but know." But that's no different than when we push the sled up and down the street. People also think we're well, for sure. So, but but yeah, I think that the the thing for people kind of coming to this from a like curious entering in perspective is one of the things from a what's what's interesting about all this stuff is most people come to fitness wanting to look better, feel better, be healthier. Yeah. And what's great without even understanding initially all of the science and like, I don't get quite how this all aligns. What you're providing people with between the ears fitness is all those things. So because I find, I always feel this like sense that people are like, yeah, you know what? I just, I just want to like get a little leaner, look a little better. And it's interesting because since, since really focusing on making the connections, having having delineation between my workouts, like really honoring the system, all those things are going up in the right direction. So to not have it just be like, wow, the science and the feeling good and connecting to yourself is super important. That's also important to all these results you want. And that's where people like to just kind of make be like, yeah, that's all the like hippie dippy shit. I don't really give a shit. I just want to look better, feel better, like be healthy. It's like, well, good luck. Right. Like you, if if, yeah. if you're so, unwilling to change, this is the thing. And like, I, I'm not to be an asshole, but like, if you're unwilling to change, but you want something that's different, there's a problem. Right. And I'm just, what I'm making the connection to is that that does, you can't just separate that out and like macro your way to, to getting leaner and not think that, and think that that's going to actually work. So well, you, you don't get leaner doing, you could right. get, well, for however macros. long, and then the rest of all your markers go down and you turn into a lunatic and, and are you happy? So if you want to feel good, look good, those things do involve all the stuff we're talking about, mm-hmm. like it or not. Right. So all I'm saying is like for someone listening, it's like, yeah, that's really interesting, but I'm just out there to like get these results. It's like, right. And considering that this, this is a, having been in the place where I didn't um, approach fitness like this, I can say from my own experience and I can only speak for myself. I wasn't headed down a road where it was going to be long-term results the way I was going, the path I was going because of the pitfalls. Now seeing like, Oh, taking into consideration all these other things, it's a much longer road ahead of like, Oh, okay. I can continue down the road of feeling good, looking good and being healthy. So, well, I think what's cool too is where, and I mean, we can talk about it till we're blue in the face of why it works. But I think what's interesting is having other people who have done it do the talking for us. Yeah. yeah. And there's one one client who is doing, you know, some intense firearms, combatives, you know, physical training stuff for that you know law enforcement, federal law enforcement type of type of world. Like shot really well better in the pool Mm -hmm. 
smoking people in his class, and like he's you know, physically. With you personally and we've for well, sure, yeah. and and yes, yes, we've been doing, you know, we've been working personally, and and he's put a tremendous amount of work in, and he's done the work, but mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it works. Yeah, and you know, the purpose isn't just to make people an athlete or a special operations person or a, you know, this or that, but what's really the most powerful thing is when you do do this, you will learn about yourself and you, and, and, and you'll have no idea what you'll learn about yourself Mm -hmm. before you start. You, you can't possibly project that just like with this whole thing four years ago, we could have never learned or projected or figured out that like, holy shit, let's, like, let's open a gym. And so, you know, that's kind of, once you step forward and you and you start along the path, mm-hmm. you've fundamentally crossed the threshold and you've changed. And then that's where it gets fun. Yeah. So we're looking to open now in the fall. In the fall. But there are some opportunities if people are interested in getting going now online and in person yeah so definitely if you have questions if you're interested it's the work has begun and there's people that are involved and so that's um between you and my women's group like that there's a lot of opportunities for people yeah yeah it's good stuff went a little longer maybe than we thought but i think it's good Mm -hmm. to also give the background you know just the sort of story of how we got here kind of stuff okie dokie See you next week.